Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 27 through 31. In this passage, if you go back to the very beginning in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, Paul starts off with, now concerning spiritual gifts. So this was a question the Corinthian Christians had about spiritual gifts in Jesus Christ. Now, this week we're talking about being thankful for the gifting of God's people. God has gifted his people with spiritual gifts. And when you use the term spiritual gifts, it really kind of throws people off. They start to think of, well, supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit that you would connect with the charismatic movement. But but it's much deeper than that. People that have looked at spiritual gifts and they have studied this category have, have broken spiritual gifts into three separate groups. They're what some people call the manifestation gifts. Now, manifestation gifts are what we would think of as the charismatic gifts miracles and healings and tongues and people that could interpret other people speaking in tongues. Now, speaking in tongues could be uh, what some may call angelic language, or it could be someone speaking a language, a foreign language they've never been trained to speak. Uh, Think of the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, where Peter gets up and starts to preach and everyone hears in their own language. So manifestation gifts typically are found in 1 Corinthians 12 at the very beginning of this chapter where Paul lists those gifts. Then there's what's called the ministry gifts. These are found in places like Ephesians 4 where he tells us the church has been given apostles and prophets and evangelists and teachers. And this is so the church can be equipped. So there's these gifts that God gave the church to help equip the church. And we know that apostles and prophets were the ones that gave us our New Testament. So if you want to get that gift today, you turn to the New Testament and you read the contents of the New Testament. But still today in the church, you've got shepherds, you've got teachers and evangelists that are still gifted with this spiritual gift within the church. Then you have a very broad category that I would propose all Christians get these. And these are called the motivational gifts. Now, motivational gifts are found in Romans chapter 12. There's also, in our reading today, there's a combination really of all three of these gifts. But motivational gifts would be like people that help and serve, uh, people that have compassion, people that are that are good at exhortation, uh, people that have a insatiable desire to study God's word, people that can give, uh, whether it be time or money, people that are good administra- at administration. So these would be the gifts, what we would call motivational gifts. So You've got three types of gifts here. You've got manifestation gifts. And the reason we call them manifestation gifts, in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul uses the Greek word. Venerosis is, is translated as manifestation. So a lot of people call that call these gifts manifestation gifts. So you've got manifestation gifts. You've got ministry gifts. And then you've got motivational gifts. Now, as you think about this reading today, as we go through it, you're going to hear basically all three of these gifts. But the point of all this is so that the church can be equipped. You've got this one body in the church, one body, but you've got a diversity of gifts. And this is a deep mystery that that we can be one and we can be unified in Jesus Christ. But part of that unity is we're going to have people with all kinds of gifts. How boring would the church be if everyone was just alike? Imagine having a conversation with yourself every day, how boring that would be. So this idea of a diversity of gifts, uh, different people given different abilities by the Holy Spirit, and 
John Calvin said a long time ago uh, that no one person received all of these gifts so that we would be dependent upon one another. And I think there may be some truth to what he was saying there, that uh, when I have a certain gift I bring to the table, I, I bring that to help my brothers in Christ. And they have a gift they bring to the table that I need. And when we all come together as God's people, we bless one another with our gifts. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. I want to read our passage today. I've had a really long introduction there, but I wanted to lay the groundwork because there's just so much confusion about this topic of spiritual gifts. Uh, once again, this is 1 Corinthians 12, 27-31. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administration, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. Now, Paul is setting the tone here with this reading to get to chapter 13, which is the chapter on love. That's the more excellent way. You know, Paul will talk about a lot of this will, will pass away, this scaffolding, so to speak, of the church. I see a lot of these supernatural gifts as scaffolding that's holding the church up in its infant stage. And then he said there's going to be something that's going to last forever, and that's faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's what he's going to talk about in the next chapter. But you see all three of these gifts mentioned by Paul here, these three types of gifts. You notice that there's these, admit, these uh, ministry gifts like prophets and, and apostles and teachers. Then he mentions the uh, manifestation gifts like miracles, healings, and tongues. And then he mentions some of the, mot the motivational gifts that, that all of us receive, and that would be people that help, people that administrate. So these are things, these motivational gifts that God gives all people. So if you want to look at all the list of gifts and do this study on your own, we're going to look at a lot of these passages this week, by the way, in our podcast. But if you want to read and think about spiritual gifts, uh, read, of course, this passage, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, also Romans chapter 12, uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, and Ephesians 4. That's where you get your really your five lists of different spiritual gifts. And these are not exhaustive in the New Testament, I don't think. I don't think the New Testament is giving us every specific gift, but it's giving us the, the major categories of gifts. Uh, and this list I gave you today, or this categorization of, of the three things of manifestation, uh, ministry, and motivation, this is just a uh, this is not something where the Bible says there are three different categories of gifts. These, this is where people, scholars, and thinkers have come in and said, okay, this, these categories kind of make sense of what we see in the Bible. So these, these are not inspired. You don't have to accept that as you know, the, the gospel truth, but this will help you as you think about these gifts yourself. Now, there are other ways to categorize the gifts. Uh, Tim Keller uh, breaks it down into uh, priestly, prophetic, and kingly gifts. Uh, so he takes all of these categories, uh, all of these different gifts that we see in these five different places in the Bible in the New Testament, and says, okay, well, there's kingly gifts. Kingly gifts would be like administration, uh, people that, that are shepherds in particular. Prophetic uh, gifts would be those that, that can teach and preach uh, God's word. And then priestly gifts would be the hands-on serving of the people. Uh, so some break it down in those three categories. But I just want to give you a helpful um, scaffolding, so to speak, or, or a helping schemata through which to understand these gifts as you study them on your own.
So as we always do, we close out with a reading in the passage one more time. This is 1 Corinthians 12, 27-31. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, and then gifts of healing, helping, administration, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you still a more excellent way. Well, I hope this reading and this this talking through this has helped you understand this complicated subject of spiritual gifts. But realize this, you are gifted, and God has given you a place to fit in his kingdom. And just be thankful for that, that God has gifted people wonderfully in the church uh, where we can bless one another. So I hope you have a great day today, and I hope to see you back again tomorrow.